Hi everyone, Josh Guest here. Government regulation is a mixed bag in my opinion. It may be that some regulations end up having a positive impact and even actually achieve their stated goals on rare occasions, but history is full of instances where regulations did more harm than good. Still, society at large has become quite comfortable with the idea that faceless bureaucrats in far-off places should dictate how economies and businesses should work and grow. So much so that when Bitcoin burst onto the scene, it wasn't long before some people were clamoring to share their two cents about how the new space should be allowed to operate. The Bit license out of New York in the United States was one of the first such attempts at corralling Bitcoin. The creator of the Bit license, Benjamin Losky, believed strongly that Bitcoin and related technologies needed the firm hand of regulation in order to succeed. And he said, quote, If we get it right, I think the outlook for virtual currencies in one form or another is quite bright in New York. End quote. With the benefit of hindsight, I'd say that there's pretty solid evidence that Losky and the New York Department of Financial Services, or NYDFS, didn't get it right. For example, New York residents and businesses are restricted from interacting with any Bitcoin company that hasn't successfully jumped through the state's hoops to acquire a bit license. That might not sound like a big idea, but the reality is that the process requires piles of money and thousands of hours, and applicants aren't guaranteed to pass. In fact, applying is so difficult that Losky actually started assisting companies in acquiring the bit license after leaving NYDFS. Need further proof that it wasn't successful? Out of the hundreds of Bitcoin and crypto companies, only a little over 20 have successfully applied for the bit license in the seven years since its inauguration. Every other company is more or less restricted from doing any business in the state, which means that there is significantly less competition and innovation within Bitcoin companies in New York. Thank goodness that other states haven't followed in New York's footsteps. On its face, regulation sounds like a good thing, right? Regulators are just trying to protect us, aren't they? Regulation starts to become much less appealing, though, when you remember that regulations are put in place by whoever happens to be in charge at any given time. What are the chances that you don't agree with everyone that the people in charge say and do? Pretty high, I'd say. Frankly, regulation of Bitcoin itself isn't necessary. At any given moment, there are hundreds of developers and tens of thousands of users actively using the Bitcoin network and deciding what it should be in order to provide the most value to everyone on the network, not just a handful of powerful people at the top. A small group of bureaucrats who probably know less about Bitcoin's inner workings than the newest entrants to the space have zero chance of concocting a better blockchain than the one actively being developed across the entire community. But perhaps the most important point of all is this. It's impossible for any one group, government, or person to actually control Bitcoin anyway. Bitcoin doesn't have a leader, and there are powerful examples over its history of groups that have failed to force Bitcoin and its users to conform. They'd be better off just building up the network rather than trying to recreate it in their image.